Colin, his name is Jay, and this is the Evil G Podcast. Welcome. Number 11? Uh, yes. Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> of this? Sweet. This particular one. Of, of this particular one. <laughs> We've done a, a lot more than, well, I guess in the grand scheme of things, you know Seeing as uh, <laughs> I was trying to do grand scheme of things, you make it sound like we've been around for ages. I actually <laughs> have been now. Yeah, there's there's like quite a few of these out there. Um, when we yeah. were sort of trying to do it monthly, and uh, then pandemic stuff made everything real hard because we would do them in person, and now we use Discord to varying degrees of success. Uh, Very yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first thing um, for this week. Uh, so, Stu, how you bought yourself something new? I did. Well, I borrowed something, and then I bought and then, one because you know, uh, if if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil Four. And it was recently announced that there is a new version of Resident Evil 4 coming out. Um, and this swayed my decision to buy an Oculus Quest. Because I play the new Resident Evil 4. Among other things. But yes, I got myself an Oculus. And it's pretty goddamn fun. Yeah. It really is. So, um... It's, uh... Yeah, how's, how's the world of, of VR been treating you then? Um... I have to admit that the the initial sort of, you know, the movement was a bit surreal to get used to, because uh, you know you're used to like just pushing forward and a stick and you're on a screen and now it's okay. But when you're actually like right in something and you push forward and you move but your body doesn't move, <laughs> it's it can be a bit strange. It can be a bit strange, but you get over it. Like I say, I've I've just learned to sort of treat it like a video game. So I have me my twin sticks and stuff and been playing away at a couple of different games so obviously we, we were playing a bit of Onward, jeez I near forgot his name there, we were playing a bit of Onward the other night, having a bit uh -huh. of crack with that uh, I got Recall, good fun uh, and then I've been playing a bit of Beat Saber obviously because you can't play VR without playing Beat Saber yep. um, but yeah I'm just looking forward to trying the, the Resident Evil one um, but it's very funny that obviously you know I got myself the Oculus this week because like literally a day or two after Oculus, and start hearing about fucking ads popping up in games that you pay for, not even free ones. Yeah, and and their their way that they do Facebook ruins everything. Um, so they've been looking into having ads come up, um, during certain games. Um, and I'm talking games that you bought on the headset you bought and you own but have no <laughs> fucking control over um yeah that that's that's not good um so yeah yeah, yeah welcome welcome to the I, the bullshit side of, of uh, owning a vr headset made by facebook um so when i, I actually got, learned that uh, now go ahead i was just gonna say that there actually already is a game I don't get any of us own it, but there actually already is a game that has ads in it. Uh, it's, it's called something like Space Pirate something. 
Oh, did um, they put ads in Spacebar no, Trainer? Yeah, I think they've been in there for a good while, you see, because uh, they obviously the game that they're going to put them in was called Blastion. And there was a whole big backlash about this. Everyone's sort of sitting going, why is nobody complaining about Space Pirate Trainer? Because it's had ads for like the last year and a half now. It's more expensive than Blastion. Yeah, it's probably because... They have uh, got away with it once. Uh, it's probably because Blastion isn't actually out yet. Um, and Space Pirate Trainer was like... That was out even before Facebook owned Oculus, I'm pretty sure. It was ah, a very, very early right. game, so... It's probably just no one's playing it and no one noticed. Um, yeah, but th- this is shitty. Um, it makes me think of that. It really uh, is. You know, you know in, in Futurama, um, Fry discovers that they beam <laughs> adverts into his dreams. <laughs> that's where we're fucking heading, isn't yep. it? That's that's what Facebook yep. wants. I want to fucking monetize oh, everything. Actually, one of the first games i ever seen with ads. Now, granted, they were only advertising themselves but do you remember capcom put ads in the street fighter 5 yeah people didn't take too kindly to that either oh, they give you the option to turn them off uh um, yeah but but they, they had like were just for like it was like stickers stuck on the players or the characters yes, or yes. yeah what the uh, fuck because i remember being really annoyed because i had actually paid you know a big zangi fan and one of the the pre-marier outfits was like a Zangief and a Macho Man outfit. Yeah. So I obviously pay, I think it was like £2 to have Zangief shift up like Macho Man, Randy Savage. And I just thought, wait a minute, is this going to be plastered with fucking Capcom and bullshit stickers now? So obviously it didn't go down too well and then Capcom says, right, we're going to give you the option to turn the ads off. But if you turn the ads off, you're going to get less experience and less fight money and less this and less that. And it's like, so you're punishing people because when they turn the ads off, and I'm just wondering, is Facebook going to try the same thing with the Oculus? It's like, all right, we'll let you turn the ads off, but if you do, uh, you won't get like discounts on your games or sales or something like that. That's what I'm thinking they might try. Uh, that's that's fucking uh, the way Facebook is handling this. The the whole Oculus thing is absolutely shitty. Um, so the you, fucking you've... UI on the Quest, I don't know the rift is any different but the ui on that quest is fucking abysmal that's the first thing they need to address <laughs> um i think it is different on the rift but as you know i i bought my uh my rift about i, I think it was two years ago um so this was before facebook started requiring a facebook account you were just running off your oculus account so that's fine i never had a facebook account I'd, on on my Oculus, and I know you're supposed to have the 2023 to create one and, and transfer it over, or they'll, I don't know, what are you gonna do, Facebook? What the fuck are you gonna do? Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> remove all the games I paid for, so my making my headset I paid for completely useless. Um, that's probably what'll happen. Uh, but anyway, so so, but now what they've done is they've taken all the the social features like so your friends list your party chats and they've locked that behind the facebook account so i can't add anyone as friends i can't start a party chat i can't do anything with anyone else unless i uh i set up a facebook account as well it's just it's fucking shitty it's like you're taking features away from them because i won't like tie a facebook account which I'm 
I don't use Facebook anyway. This is not going to make me start. So what what I actually did then was created uh, just a Facebook account um, and just for the purpose of tying my Oculus account to and then that didn't work and got stuck somewhere halfway through between so all the friends functionality on my rift is now just broken and i'll have to contact them at some point and it's just it is fucking uh, shite uh i yeah, fucking me, how many times me. have we laughed at uh sony and microsoft and oh they can't do this right they can't do that right and now all of a sudden sony and microsoft look like fucking geniuses oh jesus christ their interfaces and stuff um as like uh, the the one of the biggest tech companies in the world can't can't do this they, uh, and uh it's it but they, they didn't have to do because it, it worked they had a, like i have um like me and ninja would have b- before they did this we would have played some games together and we had no bar adding each other's friends and getting any games and stuff and playing uh, yeah together um but this fucking horseshit uh that they've done now they've, they've completely broken something that was working fine just because they want you to have a facebook account so they can get all that advertising shit as like, like yeah i i don't need to go i don't want facebook i don't want to read a bunch of fucking racist memes you know because <laughs> that's that's all what fucking facebook is these days it's like young people aren't uh, using it they're all on tiktok or whatever um uh, and it it's uh, it's just that fucking desperation to stay relevant um yeah mark Mark Zuckerberg needs a good slap in the face, among other things. Among other right things, in his um, big synthetic face. <laughs> the thing, the thing that gets me the the worst though is right. So, like I said, the UI is fucking terrible, right? And when I first got it, I was just, even just trying to, because it was all about log into your account. I was like, right, okay, I'm trying to log in, and then I kept in. Uh, uh, merge this, merge this, merge this, and I was like, I don't really want to. I just want to use this to play a fucking couple of silly games. I don't want, you know, all my fucking Facebook people knowing when I'm using my Oculus, you know. It's like, oh, you'll appear online doing this and do this. It's like I, I yeah. don't want to. I, mean, I have a Facebook account. I've had one. Obviously, we set one up for Evil G and all. I haven't touched it in about three fucking years, right? I don't have the app on my phone or anything, right? And then it was telling me, I'll oh, download the app to your phone. So I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to touch any of this. I just oh, want you... to download some games. Oh, no. You, ha- you games. have a phone that doesn't have a Facebook app? How'd you do that? Because I can't delete. I literally can't delete. I have a Samsung phone. I can't delete the Facebook app from it. Holy fuck. I know, I know. Not no. This is this is like with my TV <laughs> as well, which is also Samsung. Um, not that I like Samsung, cause nah, just um, I had to essentially do like jailbreak my TV. I had to do weird shit to my TV to remove uh apps like like TikTok and stuff um that they had in there that you just couldn't delete. And my TV's memory it doesn't have a lot of memory. It's a TV. It was full. Um, so, so I had Jesus Christ. Like, set up a developer account and access the fucking tv's development mode to go in and remove all these apps that were just like i'm never going to use these um and they're only there because they paid you to put them there and that's the same thing with facebook on the phone um it's it's fucking shite (laughs) 
That is the shit side of it, right? Let's not let's not lie. That side of it is awful. Games. But you see the the people who are making games for yeah, the VR. The, those guys are okay. Like, <laughs> those guys are fucking like that. Robo Recall is amazing. I remember you talking about that in yeah, the podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like say when you first got your VR, that is so much fun. You just I know I look ridiculous playing it, but I feel fucking class. <laughs> oh, grabbing robots by the fucking scruff of the neck and just planting six bullets in their brain and stuff. Uh, you, um, you never want pretty goddamn cool. You never want to see a video of yourself in VR, you know, outside know, the headset. I, I imagine that looks ridiculous. I there, there's a lot of good games to be to be had there. Um, yeah, we play Even some of the software uh, people are making. There's a, a guy done something pretty cool. There. Um, there's a guy he developed an app for like iPads and stuff. And what it does, if you're watching someone play in a VR game, you will see them inside the actual virtual environment. Uh. You will see the person standing in the game they're playing in the surroundings that they're seeing in the game and all, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, hmm. That's just like homebrew stuff. Aye. Um... I, like there, there's there's cool stuff like and and there still seems to be, you know, a lot of the questions around VR is like, will this last this time? Or you know, has it got legs? Um, and you know, it's there's still people making stuff for it. It's it's still going at the minute. There's there's fun stuff on there. Um, like we're playing that onward. We're we're awful at it. It's a military sim. Uh, <laughs> sitting there trying to figure out how to reload uh, an an L- LMG. Um, and then a grenade lands at your feet, and you're uh, like, oh shit, and we're all dead. <laughs> but it's fun because you just get up to it is fun. stupid shenanigans. Uh, I was playing a wee bit of it last night, and I picked the P90. I thought, right, I'm, you know, P90 oh, yeah. is one of those cool looking from the future. Yep. I then tried to re- reload yep. it, and for love nor money, I couldn't <laughs> figure this out. That's what I like. Uh, like yeah, it has, you know. One of the words, you don't appreciate this playing like other first-person shooters, no, because it just does it for you automatically. But when it comes time to reload and you're in a firefight, that's that's one of the most that's fucking stressful. It's like to pull this mag out and go fish for another mag in my belt and put it in and then cock it and and it's fine when like you know you've got that conventional gun look where the mag is here in front of your shooting hand and you you pull uh, it down and then you slam but the p90 is this weird thing that goes in the top and it's like so you're sitting there we boys shooting at you figuring out how to work this gun now most people who would be using a gun in that sort of situation uh would probably have had some sort of training so, so they know how to do it but nah who needs that um right just a bunch of gamers we don't really know like Oh, don't use the G word. It's a bad word. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the funniest thing, though, right? So, just I know, I know, we've been talking a wee bit here about the VR, but the funniest thing that happened to me when I was playing onward for the first time, I remember sneaking around, and obviously, I love my LMGs in any first-person shooter, and I got right up behind a boy. I was all, "This is gonna be hilarious! I'm gonna pump this guy about a hundred rounds." And I clicked the trigger, and nothing happened. Obviously, this guy heard the click turn around and back me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So I went, I restarted and I started clicking and nothing was going on. I was like, 
why won't this LMG shoot? And I remember literally messaging that going, guys, why won't that LMG fire? And then I realized it doesn't come ready loaded. So I had to figure out how to load an LMG, and fuck, that took a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, belt-fed one. Big belt-fed M249. <laughs> so one of my favorite guns in games. Like I say, I love LMGs. As soon as I seen the M249, I was like, oh, I have to use this thing. But then I had to sort of lift the big thing up and feed the bullets in, put the big thing down, and then freaking pull the big lever back. And I can do it now with my eyes closed. I've done it that much. But see, at the start, I was like, holy fuck, how do people work this shit out? Because the game doesn't tell you how to load different guns. It just sort of goes, yeah. off you go. It's like, figure it out. That's part of the fun of it, is figuring it out. No. Um, so, shall we move on then? Uh, what will we cover next? Why not? Why not? We've spoken about this a lot. Um, why not some more? So, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so, management, um, was it the CEO? I'm not sure. They've come out and said that Cyberpunk has reached a satisfactory level um, for stability, probably. Um and uh, that goes hand in hand with it now being up on the PlayStation Store. But a quick question, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, did it ever taken off the Xbox Store? Was it just the PlayStation? Just PlayStation. Right, okay. Um, I think it, it seemed like it was a bit. So when when the refund stuff happens i think uh like microsoft just went with it and they, and they started they had a program for refunding which ends in july so you can still get a refund if you bought it on the xbox store and they set up this whole thing um because cd project red was telling people to go to their respective stores to get refunded and and i think playstation was like hi is that right and then we're removing your fucking game from our store until you get it in such a shape that uh, we don't have to deal with this shit. Um, which you would think, you know, you probably do that before it releases. Yeah, true. I guess. So, like, Sony's not completely faultless in this. Um, oh, no, no. But, yeah, so it's up there now, but it comes with, like, a warning. Uh, yep. To not play it on a base PlayStation 4, uh, PlayStation 4 Pro or higher. Um, and if you remember back to when they announced the the Pro, um, they did say that this wouldn't happen, but here we are. Uh, Aye. But I, I guess the game will technically run on a PS4, uh, but I think you're, you're looking sub-30 frames per second sort of shit going on. Um... I mean, there's, there's still bugs in the game. I haven't picked it up since I finished it. I didn't see a lot of shit anyway since I'm playing on PC, uh, which is definitely the best place to play it. Um, but yeah, I'd, like it seems you shouldn't be coming out and saying this is satisfactory, we think. Uh, not, not the people that paid the money for it, uh, as in we who rushed it out the door in its half-finished state. <laughs> it's like, mm. come on now. Now, I know a lot of people hold CD Projekt Red on, like, you know, a very high pedestal yeah. for other games. Um, to me, I, I've never really played any other games, so I, I don't have that sort of 
sort of look upon them. But uh, to me, if you're making a game, reverence, thank you. That's what I'm looking for. To me, the simple thing is, if you're making a game and you're releasing it on a PlayStation 4, uh, and obviously you play test it and go, there's a few bugs here, it'll be okay. The difference between like a few bugs and literally people fucking T-posing left, right, and center, and people spawning randomly, and, you know, the crazy fuck. Some of the very funny shit, but some of the crazy shit we were seeing, that game mm. clearly was not ready to be no, launched no. on the PS4. No, and they, 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 the they knew it too. Um, they, they had Aye. to know it. Um, again, this, you have to, you know, you have to draw a line between the developers, as in the guys actually working on this game and the sort of management side of it which is the guys that make the decisions um who published that it, they're they're self-published uh so the, okay so there was no one breathing down their yeah. necks to get this well out the no door. except for themselves like they, they are they're you know they have shareholders and stuff and then you'll have executives and higher ups and that's that's the people who are doing the uh you know the pushing then you have your your team doing you know the actual artists working on this game and yes i just call the development team artists they're making a a work of art yep in there which is they're they're putting everything into this um and that and that's sort of where you have not <laughs> not to get all uh sort of socialist on you but it's, it's where you know our capitalism the companies need to make money smash up against the uh you know the artistic side of it, where these guys want to make the best uh, game that Aye. they can make, um, and the two didn't line up, and the capitalism side went, "This needs to go out so we can start selling it because we've sunk a lot of money into this so far." In a perfect world, that that game would have been given as much money and time it needed when it came out, and probably would have, uh, you know, blew everyone away. Um, yeah. But because like it. it this has to go down as one of the most botched, messy launches of a big, big game there has ever been. I, I can't think of a one one worse than this. Like you think of the likes Duke of they're come forever. No, because no one expected that to be good. No one was hyped for Duke Nukem Forever. It became a joke. But if you think of like some uh, like Street Fighter Five had a really shit launch. As in, it, it, it was half a it game. It had a shit launch, but the game worked. Aye. It worked, but it there was barely a game there. Um, there was not much there, but it worked well. That was that. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. If you had a mixed Cyberpunk and Street Fighter V together, you would have got a, a, a full game that worked. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it'll be, it would be nice to one day, if we can see... You know what's what's the what's the finished like what what was the vision Let, like to actually reach the vision? I don't think it'll ever get there because that the, like that original sort of gameplay trailer they showed the big standard one that everyone points back to is like that was really really ambitious, um, and it, it would be nice to see it get there eventually. But I don't know if like. For CD project, them higher ups, is it worth them trying to save their company's, you know, image? Are they willing to put that much into it? Um, uh, like, who knows? They've announced like a, a Witcher convention, 
So I don't know if they're starting... Like, they, they don't have a new Witcher game to announce. But I don't know if this is them like being like, Hey, remember Witcher? You, you guys loved that. We did really well with that one. That was spot on. But <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, though, right? Yeah? Is it the first or second Witcher? Apparently, it had a bit of a shit launch as well. It was almost a mess. They patched that for nearly a year and a half, and that's when it became the absolutely amazing game it's considered well, today. That, that was Witcher 3. So, Witcher 1 was a really a small scale game. Um, it, it was like a proper old school turn based RPG. Um, maybe turn based is the wrong thing, but it wasn't real time combat. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was an old school PC RPG. This never came. It never came out in consoles either. Um, and then Witcher Two was almost like a halfway point between the two, um, and it did a lot better. And it got a console release. And then Witcher Three came out, and at the start it was plagued with performance issues, but it was nowhere near as bad as uh, the the stuff you've been seeing for Cyberpunk. Um, right. But yeah, it, it's they they did a lot to that game over the course. Because um, yeah, Witcher Three came out on PS3 as well, didn't it? That's how old. Yeah. Or, aye, that's how old Witcher Three is. Aye, and on PS3, it was practically unplayable. Aye, but that's. Aye. Um, I mean, it was. It didn't run great on PS4 either. Um, it wasn't until. Right, okay. It wasn't until I got my my PC that I was able to run that as it. You know, running it at sixty frames a second at a, at a proper, um, you know, full ten eighty. Don't do four K. I haven't actually tried it in four K. I don't know if it would, if it would still run. Um, yeah, it's. I got my fun at a cyber. I got what I wanted, so it's hard to say. You know, yeah. I feel bad for anyone that bought it on PS4. I mean, I played on PS Five, so yeah. Uh, I didn't have too many problems. Aye. But, yeah, the, um, I, I just hope that that, that kind of announcement isn't as like, oh, so we're going to stop working on this now. It's fine. That's that's good enough. It's like, come on. I, I, I mm. do, I actually believe there's there's something here and it's worth saving. Um, but, yeah, it's it, the, it all goes down to, you know, is it is it worth the money for them to keep saving it mm. um speaking of money interfering with people just trying, trying uh. to have a good time <laughs> so um far cry 5 has a which i i didn't know i know it had a level letter but i didn't know it was this fucking robust um but do you want to do you want to talk us through what happened with uh, far cry 5's level editor so for the last two and a half years, a very dedicated fan, and I mean dedicated because I've seen the levels this guy made, sat and remade the entirety of GoldenEye. And I mean enemy placement, weapon placement, everything to these levels was fucking amazing, right? So obviously word of this got out on the internet, and um, people were obviously getting their copies of Far Cry 5, booting them up again and playing these levels, and you know ratings were going through the roof. To the point where people were... I mean, I was almost ready to do this. Uh, well, I probably would have if this hadn't happened. But people were buying Far Cry 5 just to play through these GoldenEye levels because they mm. were that goddamn good. So, of course, big fucking 
dickhead MGM steps in here and goes, hey, get rid of these levels because you're using uh, our fucking property or something. Now, I get that the levels were literally called Goldeneye, right? And that's that they were called Goldeneye in Far Cry, right? That's fine. Yeah. But you do not own a level design. You can't. Yeah, so so that, you, that I don't think I, I, I don't know. There's, and that's where the that this is the whole uh, Fortnite dances all over again. It's like, can you own a dance? It's like you're just moving your body. Like, um, sadly, Ubisoft uh, caved in, and the levels have been removed for now. Uh, the guy that uploaded them has says he will tweak them in a way that keeps them classic thing we all remember but that they cannot have a go at him about. So this obviously was a wee bit annoying for me, because obviously, as I've been saying for a long time, I fucking loved GoldenEye. GoldenEye was one of the first, well, it is the original first-person shooter game for consoles. A console owner could finally go, hey, this works, and it works really well, and it's only on console. It's not like it was ported to anything else. This was like, this was our, our console guy's first fucking chance to turn around and go, yeah, we got the best shooting game in the world at the minute, right? It was brilliant, right? Yeah. So everyone has, has loved this game. There's been talk of remakes and, and you know, remasters for years, but it's never going to happen because of all this thing. So fans have obviously been trying to find their own way to pay homage or, you know, update the game themselves. You know, th there was obviously those guys that were trying to do the remake and MGM shut them down. So now they're making their own spy game and all the rest of it. Yeah. So my big thing about all of this is, like I says. There was no money to be made here. I don't understand why MGM were so pissed about this. Aye, they're, they're, they're no not, money to be made. It's a level editor. They're not losing anything. Um, it's yeah. it's if a anything it's a direct, it'll get people more excited for your new Bond film coming out. It's a direct recreation of the um, the level as they were in the original thing that you approved. So it's not like you're saying, "Oh, we're protecting the brand from you know badly made shit." But I mean. So, so looking at, at some of the other stuff, like this guy has uh, made a map with a Greg's in it, um, the <laughs> that sells sausage rolls. I, I mean, Greg's in real life sells sausage rolls, the not the Greg's in the Far Cry Five map. But well, I don't know, maybe right. it does. Uh, we've got a Tesco car park, um, the uh, set from Friends, and the house from Home Alone, uh, and to. Has anyone else got a problem with these? Are they still up there? Like, like it's just a guy doing crazy stuff using this set of tools, and it, hey. it's like, come on, it's a, it's a guy paid. He paid his money for that game. And now he's doing whatever he wants with it. Yeah. It's like, fucking chill out. It's like you, you're you're losing nothing. I mean, yeah. so if I, like I say, there's a new Bond film coming out soon. If anything, this may get people sort of excited. For yeah. your new Bond movie, because they're getting to play an old Bond game, technically. I, I, if anything, this could have done them a favor, but now they've just made themselves look like massive dicks, and I have no intention of. I love James Bond and all, but I have no intention now of watching the new Bond film. They can go fuck themselves. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's how much I've, of it's annoyed me. I've no doubt. We've all seen like knockoff toys, you know, uh, yeah. and and you find a way. Robert Cop. Robert Cop uh, is the one that <laughs> definitely springs to mind. <laughs> um, I was like, so you just call this. You know, facility, super spy man, map. Well, this like. is my, this is one more point I wanted to make, right? So we all remember Perfect Dark on the N64. Yeah, the it, it had. GoldenEye, it, right? Yeah, uh, it, it had GoldenEye multiplayer levels yeah. in it. 
I'm wondering just renamed them. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm wondering if like that that is thing like level design isn't anything to do with MGM, and their only issue is the fact that he put Goldeneye on it because that's a very easily fixed in. But yeah, Jesus, I'm Christ, hoping that's man. what it is. It's it's so petty. It, it is so petty. It's insanely petty. Uh, yep, that just goes I'm to just, prove my point. I can't wait for. Um, I just can't wait for. Obviously, as we were saying, two podcasts ago or one podcast ago, I can't remember when. But obviously, there's a new Time Splitters that they've announced. A new Time Splitters game is being made, right? Uh huh. No, the Time Splitters series is where, technically. Or times, Golden Eyes, where Time Splitters came from. So, yeah. we'll now have people, because Time Splitters has always had level editors in it, right? We'll now have people be able to make Golden Eye, but with the Golden Eye field there as well. And that, see, the moment that happens, I will be downloading those levels so, before MGM steps in, I, and I will be uploading videos left, right, and center just to fuck them off. So, I, I have an idea. I think everyone, oh, okay. everyone who's able um, in. If there's mm-hmm. a game with a level editor, everyone should go and make yeah. Facility from Goldeneye and call it. This is Facility from Goldeneye. Fuck you, MGM. Just Are call the level that. Uh, and let's make these MGM lawyers work for their fucking money. <laughs> like, <laughs> But the best thing is we won't even make it anywhere near like the Facility. We'll just make some bullshit level, but call it Goldeneye yeah. Facility. Fuck you, M- MGM. Just, just have a big empty room. And if you can write something, fuck you, MGM, in the level itself, in big massive letters, it's like pretty sure you can do that in Doom Snap Map from 2016. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna do that later. So you have fun with this, boys. I, uh, it's, uh, I don't like copyright law is shite. It is fucking shite. Uh, um, and it needs to go away. Anyway, um, so on our next thing then, Sue. Konami have been doing things. Um, yes, they have. They 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 put a demo up um, for new football game online performance test. Um, mm. They have this. So they, there's a new multiplayer detective game called Crime Sight, uh, which is not actually what I want to talk about. <laughs> the one thing I want to talk about is old shit. Um, so there has been ratings in certain countries, the Korea and Australia, for a new Konami game called Castlevania Advance Collection. Um, yes. Which, you know, it's gone up in uh, a bunch of different countries, so it's pretty much confirmed this is happening. Uh, so this uh, is likely going to be a collection of the Game Boy Advance games, Uh Castlevania games, uh, Circle of Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow. Three Castlevania games I've never actually got to play. Um, Same here. And they actually stick more. Because after um, after Symphony of the Night, uh, Castlevania went in a direction which was going into the 3D stuff. Um, mm. These, e- even the way they're titled, <laughs> seem like more yep. follow-ups to Symphony of the Night to me. Oh, Circle of Moon, Harmony of Distance, something of the something. Um, but yeah, so these three games weren't in the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, um, which, you know, just adds to the potential for like these, this collection happening. They, they were holding back to do a separate, um, you know, a separate 
uh, game with the, this trilogy of games. Um, I hope this happens because I never got to play these either. And uh, I've seen the art style for them. And I fucking love the art style. It looks yeah. so cool. So I hope this happens. I, I, I love that, uh, I, that Castlevania um, or Symphony of the Night um, look to the like even the, the like the concept art for those games like the box art i love it um and yeah that they it is still to this day that is some of the best pixel art um yeah in, in my opinion and and these games follow on from that that style so yeah i'd be definitely up for these but given that nintendo just announced a new 2d uh main metroid game how about we get a mm. new 2D Castlevania to go along with it, Konami? Because, you know, that those two games, like, named this genre of the Metroidvania. We can't have a new Metroid and not have a new Castlevania. Like, you can't do that. Come on. No, don't, don't do this, Konami. Don't do this. Give us a, a, imagine Come a on. brand new 2D Castlevania. Don't, That'd be so fucking cool. Don't let Metroid show you up. <laughs> can't be doing that i um i i would uh definitely get get this and it comes out a big time if it, yeah it's when it's not if it's when it's definitely coming um that uh that multiplayer i i knew nothing about it um social deduction game set in a futuristic version of london where crimes can be predicted using an Analytical program developed using data harvested online. Jesus Christ! Everyone wants to like imagine so it's like, dark uh, future. It's it's like Minority it's Report. Minority I Report, guess, but also real life. Probably <laughs> give it a couple right. of years, and we'll be preemptively arresting people. Wait, they're doing that now because you remember the um, during the, the the sort of height of the. The Black Lives Matter protests in America, they were preemptively arresting people they thought were going to cause problems. At, um, yep. that, there was all those unmarked uh, guys just putting people on vans and not telling anyone where they were yep. going. Aye, so... Oh, Jesus Christ. Doing it without any data, so, you know, maybe this... <laughs> maybe if they actually can get, like, mad future prediction technology, it might yeah. actually be a bad thing instead of just arresting the, um, anyone they fancy. The cyberpunk genre is going to die because, like, we're living in it and you don't need to write stories about it if it's just going on. But there you go. Yeah, true. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, give us more Castlevania. Um, so, one next, next thing, next thing. These are some smooth transitions between s stories. So we're, <laughs> <laughs> so, we're getting a new Aliens game. Um, it's a multiplayer game uh, called Fireteam Elite, and it's out on the 24th of August, and it is a Left 4 Dead with aliens, and that could be pretty cool. Well, I think that that's probably doing it a disservice, isn't it, calling it a Left 4 Dead with aliens? Because I think there's a bit more yeah. to it than that. Um, it's a lot of customization, as far as I can tell. That's the big thing for this, and there's like five different classes. It's only three. Yeah. It's a three-player team but you have five classes, so obviously you're not going to have every class in your team, so it's going to yeah. be like a strategic choose what you you want to do. Um, I've watched the trailer for it graphically. It looks pretty good. Uh, I don't know 
I think the team behind it made that City of Heroes and that uh, Cold, Star Trek Online. I uh, Cold Iron Studio. So uh, City of Heroes, Star yeah. Trek Online. They did uh, the Neverwinter one as well. Those are solid MMOs, um, but they are MMOs. So you mm. know, this is an action game. Who knows? But then MMOs are you know known for the customization and stuff as well. So yeah, we know yeah. these guys are. Oh, especially City of Heroes was nuts. Um, the mm. the stuff you could do in, in that to make uh, to make your your superhero. Uh, but there's I think it's like fifteen types of alien, but twenty five types of enemy. So you won't just be up against aliens, apparently. Oh yeah, uh, you've got uh, Whalen Yutani synthetics as well Ooh. coming at you. Um, Red. Yeah, th- th- this this could be something. There's a lot of. Uh, it's, it's the year of the co-op shooter, eh? Um, Aye, it really is. There's a a ton of them. Just a, at the the E3 stuff, there was loads. And, you know, she had the the Back for Bloods. That um, what was that vampire one? Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, red something. Oh, uh, it was a Bethesda game. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Lo- a lot of games I got, which, um, yeah, I'm not against the idea. It's always good. I enjoy a bit. I enjoy a bit of the, the old co-op yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, this. It's out quite soon, though, and I'm surprised we yeah. haven't heard a lot more. I think it was it, it was definitely announced before, but not much of it's shown. As long as only it, thing I have against it is its name. Fire Team Elite. You could fire that on the. You could put that on under the end of anything, but you could have like onward fire team elite. You know, or I call it the fire team elite. I imagine that they would have loved to have called this aliens space marines, but yeah, true, Randy true. Pitchford fucked that up, so you can thank him for that. Colonial marines, sorry. Oh, was that colonial marines? So you could have called the space marines. Actually, the, the co- colonial marines would have been better because that's actually what they are, not space marines. This isn't forty k. But they, I was even thinking something like alien infestation or something. You know, that would have uh, been pretty cool. Uh, fire team. The name's not going to stop me buying it. I mean, that's obviously the name of your fire yeah. team. You are marines. Fire team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. what they call groups of like a soldier marine guys. And they're a fire team. Is that what we're supposed to call ourselves when we're playing online then? We're a fire team? No. We're not a bunch we're of We're not jumps. a fucking fire team. <laughs> <laughs> we're guys who picked up a gun for the first time and goes, which end of the bullets come out? <laughs> but I'll be keeping an eye on it though because it is actually coming out at a, a reasonable price as well. It's only like £30, I think. Yeah, well, that's the right thing to do if, if you're going to have... like. This is going to be a live, ongoing game, I would imagine, and mm. it's going to have cosmetics that um, that you're going to be buying. And with all the customization, yep. there's like there's so much they could do with it. Um, but yeah, Cat will be into this one. But I, I hope I'm it, hoping it turns out as good as we're hoping. I hope it doesn't turn out like that Predator game. That, that, ah, that, Jesus that's Christ. fucking shite. Well, that's a little different. That's, you know, 
asynchronous multiplayer where one person controls a predator, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, there's only ever one predator in the phones, but like in you know, the aliens, it's a whole fucking heap of aliens and hordes of them that you uh, have to fight off. Um, the I'm looking forward to the gun noises. Yeah, oh, aliens got some good, so gun, good noises. gun noises, and I imagine you're going to be able to set up that turret. In the <laughs> and watch it run out of ammo. Like it'd be silly if you did, if you if if that didn't happen. Um, aye, August definitely keeping an eye for that one. Aye, so uh, let's move on to our wrestling, um, specifically Saturday Night Dynamite, for the second time. Oh, it was a good one. Um. It was a. I have got the, the wrong thing open, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that this this was this was the best dynamite in a good wee while. Um, Start they finished. This was just absolutely fantastic. Like that opening, they opened a match. So uh, we yeah. had Powerhouse Hobbs and Hangman Page. The crowd made so much noise for for Page. Eh? So much noise. Uh, um. Like, it, it's just a great back and forth, like hard hitting match. Eh? It was so good. Aye, it was. I um, and we got the the further the the storyline of Team Daz imploding. Um, so yeah, yep. we had uh, Ricky Starks coming out with the belt. Um, Hobbs seemed to be into it too. Um, mm-hmm. and then Big Brian Cage came out to stop them. Uh, so like, I I don't know when. Uh, when Hobbs is back from injury. So I mean I, Starks, or I I or Starks, um, because because that's the, that's the end of that feud, isn't it? That's the match that that happens at the end. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's um. Yeah, it's hard to say where, I they, go where through, they go with I it. guess, as we were saying before, I mean, you're not going to have Hook's first match against Brian Cage. <laughs> no. Like, you, you wouldn't have Brian Cage go through all of Team Taz. You'd maybe have him fight Hobbs. They feud for a bit, and then he finally gets his hands on Stark when Starks is ready. But yeah. you're not going to have poor wee Hook go up against that fucking beast. <laughs> yeah. Aye. No, that's, that's fair. Well, Hangman took a nasty cut. Ah, I don't know what happened there. He's like uh, he's definitely bleeding at the back of his head there. I think it was when they were whatever they were doing with the ring post, uh, sort of slamming mm. each other. In it. I think maybe he fell back and may have hit the steps, maybe in the back quite, of his head. Quite that gash, anyway. Uh, um, uh. high man wins. High man always wins. How long is Kenny Omega going to be able to stay away from him? Um, and this this next segment, this was great. Fucking Conan. In the ring, representing ah. <laughs> Santana Ortiz, like it should be. He actually came out to LAX's music, which was class. Is that what that was? That was LAX's impact music that he came out to. Uh, that's so cool that they can just do do that. So, do you reckon LAX could? Like, I I know. I don't know that they won't be called LAX, but they'll they're gonna. They well, why not? They are planning a, a bit of a reunion. Uh, August. As uh, Santana Ortiz says, that part of their their 
or past is is done. You know that they they're not they don't they don't want to be bringing something that was created in Impact. They don't want to be taking fair, that from them. Fair enough. Fair you know? enough. So, but Diamante's there as well. It was kind of cool to hear. I know it was cool to see Conan coming out to the fucking LAX music and all. And they even I think the crowd even got that because they were obviously as soon as they heard the gunshots, they the fucking went mad. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm and Tully in the ring together. <laughs> but, but it's funny you say that. It's like both um, Santana, Santana Ortiz's own music has gotten shot. Like they, they're definitely still playing on it. Like Diamante as well. Her oh, music I... is very similar to that as well. Yeah. So they're definitely playing on on where they they came from. But I, I get them like maybe. All right, let's let's do something different. Um, yeah, those guys. God, they get a shot, and I I would love them to win. I was saying that, and this um, this promo is really good because you had Tolly Blanchard just doing his best, being a bastard. So he he says, "Let's look at the big screen," and it's Santana Ortiz uh, lying all mm. beat up. So the guys that came out that were supposed to be Santana Ortiz turned out to be none other than FTR. The shock. <laughs> and horror, and they beat the shit out of Conan. Fair play to Conan for taking a, <laughs> taking a beating there. Um, but yeah, uh, is Conan okay? By the way, I don't. I, I think he did have some health problems. I'm not sure what what. Uh, I noticed just he was very shaky. I, I did, like, I, I I'm not familiar with with uh, the specifics of of his sort of. Um, mm. You know what the hell? That's why when he have. took the pile driver, was like, "Holy shit!" I don't think he has Parkinson's. I know Dean Malenko has Parkinson's, um, and he was in taking bumps as well. So like, <laughs> doesn't slow these boys down. Um. Uh, so the we had a match after that. Then uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Uh, two high flyers. I really like Dante Martin. Uh, I really like Top Flight General. It's a great match. He's 20 years old. Aye, that's... Aye. That, like, um, JR pointed out. It's like, Dante Martin is 20. Matt Seidel has 20 years of experience. <laughs> so fucking <Aye>. nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, big like, high-speed match. Uh, Aye. Not much selling, but uh, like, like I said before like selling isn't all be end the uh the be all end all of, of wrestling. I don't think it like it has its, its place and it's definitely super important but it doesn't ha- not every match has to be like that. Um oh. it was st- <laughs> I fucking dumb did Andrade look. But uh, it, ma- it made Matt Seidel look really good. Because like you have Dante Martin come out first and Andrade comes out way Vicky saying they have an announcement and then Matt Seidel's music hits and he's like, I have a match, get the fuck out the road. <laughs> and they just fuck off. Yeah, that, that's obviously, uh, that's who they're going to have a wee build up then between them two, obviously, are going to have yeah. a wee bit of a, you um, were, you fucking disrespected me. <laughs> I, Matt Seidel's going to get his ass kicked. He's just, he's just going to get destroyed by him at some point, I think. Yeah, this, I can't wait to see this guy. Everyone's been saying he's, he's absolutely fucking, fucking amazing. He really, really is. Um Sweet. Next up, we have MJF in an interview talking shit about Dean Malenko, um, and they get attacked. Uh, it's MJF and Sean Spears. And Wardlow. And Wardlow. Um, 
Uh, so they get attacked by Jericho and Jake Hager. They brawl to the ring. Um, Pinnacle start to get the upper hand, and then Sammy Guevara comes flying in to save the day, chair in hand, going nuts. Um, aye. Sammy's definitely... Like, you're starting to see the payoffs from their time uh, spent with Jericho. Um, so, like, you know, you have uh, Santana Ortiz starting to spin off and into their focus more on their tag team thing with FTR. Um, and they're they're all sort of getting, like, Jericho's really taking a step back and is yeah, yeah, really, really letting these guys come through now, which, like, say what you want about his, like, whatever his politics and that are but like he's he's really good at this shit um yeah. like he has made all those guys uh look like a, a big deal with me with the exception of hagar because we know the crack there anyway um nothing saving that <laughs> 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 yeah so sammy sammy looking like a big deal there um ah. and it's next week we're back to wednesday and we get sammy versus mgf don't we yes that is going to be... Uh, so it next Wednesday feels, is the last night in Jacksonville. It feels like so long since we've seen Sammy Guevara just in a normal match. Like, it was the last time MJF was in a normal yeah, true, match. True, true. But that's ju- that just makes, really just makes it a bigger deal now. Um, next up, we have Ethan Page and Bear Bronson. Um, so this was just really a match to get Ethan Page over, uh, get him a win on I TV. I can't um, believe the, the finisher. Bronson. I know. That's what I was going to bring up. Is like, uh, Jesus Christ, he looked... like uh, The fact that he did that... like Him, him and Sky are doing their usual cheating shite, but the fact that he got... Mm. Bro- Bear Bronson, a big, like, near 300-pound guy, like, he is fucking huge. He gets him mm. up into, like... His full like he's holding on to Bear Bronson's arms with his own arms of full lock lifting him up and he throws him over his own head forward. And the fact that he could do that, I that that looked insane. And he doesn't do it like you know, some people it's a it's a crucifix powerbomb. Some people will do the uh, just lean forward and fall down as well. Yes. He doesn't he put put he like gets lift, he throws him over their head and they come down flat on their back and he could do this with this guy. Fucking mm. hell. Right. And then he challenges uh, challenges Darby Allen to a coffin match. Not a not a casket match. That's different. Not a casket. Because what the fuck is a casket? <laughs> I like what is it? I I had never heard a coffin being referred to as a casket until wrestling. <laughs> like, it's true, actually. I'm guessing. Uh, I guess in WWE own the word casket or something. I don't know. But uh, it's like how they're not allowed to say hospital. It's always a medical facility. It's it's weird shit like that. eh? Right. Um, right, So next up we have Chris Statlander taking on the bunny. Um, Statlander wins. Uh, This looked like a really good match. This this made bunny look really good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um it's um no, it was a it was a good good match. Um I really like Statlander. I think she's really good. She is gonna get a shot. I don't know she's not gonna win like, but uh, I, I imagine she'll be next in line after after Nyla Rose. Mm. I would imagine. 
Um, so yeah, Orange Cassidy there as well doing his thing. He was <laughs> he was the only one to come out with with Statler, and usually we get the best friends. And like they made reference to why that is. Trent's getting neck surgery, which I didn't know about, and it's it's pretty. Uh-huh. That's a pretty serious deal. Um, I had a spina spinorosis. Um, what was it called again? Um, ah, well, it's it's basically the the spaces between the discs become compressed. Mm. Um, and he got he's getting a, a neck fusion done. Um, I hope that I I really I I really like Trent as well. I like I like uh. the best friends. I have a T-shirt of the best friends, so <laughs> I, yeah, I hope that's not the end of the best friends. I hope not. Hope not. Yeah, and then we move on to our main event, um, which God, it, my only thing I could say against this, what would be, <laughs> I wish it went on for longer. Yeah, I wish it was a longer match. Hundred percent, man. This this belt. So th- this is Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Not often it's it's defended on on TV on usually pay per views. Um, yeah, but this this felt like such a big deal, and they did a really good job. Jungle Boy being the 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 underdog hero, um, crowd was behind him, hundred percent. Well. There were Kenny chants as well, but you know, mm-hmm. you always get the smarks at, at wrestling shows are going to cheer for the heels no matter what. It's like, yes, Kenny is one of the like Kenny's to me is is one of the best wrestlers in the world today and maybe ever. He's one of my favorites, uh, but I would still boo the fuck out of him. Oh yeah, against, if I was against on the show. Boy, I'd be like. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny. Yeah. You dick. Like, that's the point. If you want to show that you're a fan of... You fucking boo the baddies. Yeah. Boom. Sit there and go, oh, I know better. I, I'm dead intelligent. I know that he's actually a really nice guy in real life. He's like, aye, but he's a fucking baddie in front of you right now, so you boo him. You don't go to fucking Shakespeare and fucking fucking good guys it's a fucking show you make sure you always boo the bodies jesus christ i'm sorry <laughs> went off on the tangent there i um i like the yeah they got rid of everyone at ringside uh to start so the good brothers yes. to the back uh marco stunt and luchasaurus were sent to the back and then you had the the good brothers coming out anyway which gave frankie kazarian a chance to be to do his elite <laughs> hunter thing he's always watching that's that's great. I hope he keeps that up. Like every time someone tries to interfere in an elite match, he just comes out and wheels a right. shit out of them. Just keep doing that. Um, that's that's good shit. Um, so th- this is this was one of those matches like where you're like, there's no way Kenny's losing the title on Dynamite to to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's great, but he's like what 25 and hasn't been around that that long. Um, but. Yeah, as I always say, the best matches are the ones that make you believe, regardless. And this one was see, uh, see when Jungle Boy had had Kenny in the snare trap. Um, yep. as I was like, off my seat. Uh, is he is he tapping it? And it's like, I got that's testament to like, yeah, Jungle Boy is is me, but like 
like Kenny Omega is so good at that shit. He just really, really is. Um, so obviously Kenny wins in the end. Um, Jungle Boy looked like a fucking superhero. Um, the match did its job. Uh, it was, was fucking great. Um, more of those. Would you like to see more? See the altercation at the end. Oh, what happened at the end again? Remember, Kenny was going to hit Jungle Boy with a belt, and Christian came running out. Oh, aye, 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 aye. aye. So, um, wonder do you, you hang Christians the next guy to get the the shot on a pay per view? They might give him a. They might give him a match. I, I don't think. One of uh, one of the specials. Chris, it'd be a special. I. And I don't I think know. Christian's I, still. I, I think he's still a big enough deal to a proper title contender like he, he's been putting he hasn't mm. he hasn't had a bad match no no he hasn't but um, I I've seen any interviews that you ever hear about Christian or people talking about Christian everyone says is he foremost making the, the company look good he's not too worried about himself uh, but he, he sort of I he, 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 he deserves it, he's it. He definitely does. He, he deserves better than what he's what he's got out of you know, out of that that industry, um, especially WWE, you know, it's like you, you look at him compared to Edge, and he's he's every bit as good as Edge. He just he just is. Ah. Um, in some ways, he's better than Edge. Um, mm. but like, there there was no the genetic at the th- moment is Matt Hardy and Christian. That's right. Uh, well, multi layered. He thinks complicated. <laughs> Going, going back and forth on that. Um, I hear uh, Yuka, um, Yuka Sakazaki is is making a return soon. Um, nice. I'd like to see her get a wee, wee shot at the, at Britt Baker. Like, she probably lose, but you know, last time they had a match, Britt did knocked her teeth out. That was ages ago, but the, like, there's history there. Mm. They got beef. Oh, definitely. Do you know what this dynamite showed me, though? The, the thing I took away from it the most? If you take two years ago, MJF, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, the three sort of youngest guys in the in the company, weren't up to that much. And now you have MJF running his own faction, Sammy Guevara breaking out of his own faction, and you had Jungle Boy in a title shot. It just goes yeah. to show that AEW know what they're doing with the young oh, boys yeah, as well. Yeah. It, it's a really good uh, example of of just doing long-term booking, like you can trace storylines back to day one. You can trace, the, you mm. can trace Hangman's path directly mm. back to that original announcement where he came out and says, "I'm going to be the champion," and you can just sort of. It's been a, a story of of him almost getting there and failing every time, um, mm. and I that, that's that's. Shit's real good, um, and that—that's what you want out of out of wrestling. It's just like remember, ah. remember the shit that's happened in the past, and and make use of it. Um, just don't don't treat your audience like idiots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but I I don't like being treated like an idiot. But uh, I like I know I'm not the smartest knife in the drawer, but you <laughs> I mean, know I re- think I regard- can follow a storyline. Right, regardless of it's like you're gonna remember shit. We've got memories, um, you know, and 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 especially AEW because it's uh, it's only been going two years, um, 
they, they have no choice but to to really lean into the like the stuff because it's so easy to just go well this happened here mm-hmm. whereas wwe maybe it's a bit different because you know they've been around for fuck is it 50 years i don't, I don't know a long ass time a, a lot of time <laughs> well how about we call that a podcast Sounds good to I me. Get, I think we were already calling that before, anyway. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's an, another one done. Um, as always, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. Hopefully, we will. Maybe. Well, we're thinking in two weeks we're gonna try and get more people together to do a big one where we'll be able to do beer necessities and shit like that. Um, so yeah, look forward to that if. Yeah, we, have, we, we haven't forgot about all that. We haven't forgot about all that. Don't <laughs> worry, folks. Just, this is this is really easy to do. Been getting people <laughs> in a room together. But, We're getting yeah. lazy in our old age. Ah well, we earned it. <laughs> all right, <Later>. folks. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. See you next week, folks. <laughs>